Merry Christmas and welcome to another Bang Bang podcast Christmas cracker. Um, by this point, I'm sure you're all probably fed up of me talking about Christmas and you're probably fed up of Christmas yourself. So bah humbug to a lot of you miserable old bastards. But um, I'm joined today by a pal of the show, a man who can often be found unloading his sack in a stranger's living room on a Christmas uh, Christmas Eve night. It's the star, one of the stars of the Morty and Fitch Talk Bollocks podcast, or B star, 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 star S, or I missed one out. I think you missed two out. I missed, missed one out, out the okay. first time I did it that way. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, so Paul Morty, how's it going, mate? Hey, I'm great, how are you? You know, I, I blame you for that podcast, you know that. Okay, really? Yeah, you, Steve, and guy whose Twitter is um, Caesar Podcast. You're the three that yeah that got it in my head a couple of years ago about well more so you recently, but the other guys that got it in my head about doing one. I never really found the right kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I did this with you a little while ago. So yeah, I mean your, yours and Steve's this one is a uh, is the first podcast I've listened to consistently. Yeah. It's the first like the you know the odd interview or whatever but yours the first one is consistently so it's very much your fault that we brought that upon the world so yeah i think on our first episode we we put a disclaimer in that anything that's anything any other podcast that sprout from ours we're not responsible for what they uh what they talk about <laughs> so uh yeah but that's no, nice to hear mate yeah it's nice to hear i'm glad we inspire people yeah i'd, I'd say you guys sort of i mean because because mine is is because as I describe your one, it's yeah. um, two guys just talking bollocks with a bit of wrestling thrown in. Yeah. And uh, and ours doesn't do wrestling. Like, yeah. Just nicked your bit, really. Yeah. It's your gimmick. Yeah. And that was a bit we try to avoid talking about anyway. Most weeks was wrestling, but we normally end up getting there after an hour and a half. But uh, yeah. So, but no, I love the show, mate. Again, it is just listening to two mates have a chat and catching up. It's, it's great. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's worked worked well is it's not bs we legitimately had not spoken 13 years before we recorded it that yeah. first episode we stuck we spoke to each other about seven minutes for, for about seven minutes before we started recording it and that's the first time we've spoken in 13 years so obviously we weren't quite sure how well it was going to work but the good thing is we do still have a bit of chemistry i think yeah. um but we haven't heard each other's nonsense before yeah. So it's all, all the stories are new and and so it's the it's real reaction that you're getting from the uh, the utter nonsense that he spews and yeah. crap I talk about. So yeah. yeah, you're not getting away with it. I am still blaming you. Steve. <laughs> but that's the thing like when you do when you meet up with a mate you haven't seen for a, you know I mean in your case quite a few years but you know you've seen them for a few months it doesn't take you long to get back into that kind of routine of talking crap to each other. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um. It's good fun, and as long as people, like you said with yours, as long as people keep enjoying it, yeah, then, uh, then it's great because it gives us an excuse to keep doing it. So. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, as in all these episodes so far, we've we've got a few sort of festive questions to ask our guests. Some of these have caused some quite controversial moments, and uh, uh, but we'll we'll see we'll see how we end up with this one. But Morty, what would you say is your uh, favourite Christmas song? Uh, that one's boring. Because that okay. is the Pogues, which I'm sure lots of people have already said. I think it's been brought Fairy up. Fairytale yeah. New York. Yeah. Yeah. E- easily. I don't. 
I've had a discussion about this with uh, with people before. I I I think there's a massive difference between a good Christmas song and a good song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would yeah, argue yeah. that Fairy Tale New York is a good song as well, which I don't yeah. think many Christmas songs are. So that I know that's a bit of a boring answer, but that's the one. And I, I said to Andy before when he asked me um, about the rest of the stuff as well. I try to when someone asks my favourite thing, I try to just say it. I say the first thing that comes to my head, and often it's a surprise to me because otherwise I overthink it. And that was that's an easy one. Pogues, easy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll accept that one. Uh, your favourite Christmas film? Jurassic Park. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No I one's put that. No one's put that film. yet. Okay. And why would you argue that was a Christmas it, film? <laughs> why? Um, because every year since it was released in the late nineties and early two thousands, it always played at Christmas. I always remember watching it at Christmas time. Okay. So whenever it comes on, I think Christmas. Yeah. When you asked yeah. me that, the first thing that came ahead was Jurassic Park. Without me thinking. Yeah. It's a Christmas well, I would, movie, right? If it's, yeah. if it's traditionally relatable to Christmas, I'd class it as a Christmas movie. Yeah. I'd always associate yeah. the Indiana Jones films with Christmas because they'd always been at Christmas when I was go. a kid growing up. So. Yeah, so they're Christmas movies then. Yeah. <laughs> if I not, suppose. Jingle All the Way. The one okay. with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Right. The only other one I remember. <laughs> no, I think I'd go with Jurassic Park, mate. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. We'll stick with that. Sit with Jurassic Park. Um, I really upset. I really upset a few of your listeners the other week when they realised that I've never seen Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. A few I've never seen it. Oh, no. oh, good. You're going to share some of this heat with me then. Yeah. <laughs> I started. I put it on at Halloween for the kids. Uh, maybe this year or last year, and they started yeah. watching it and they weren't interested in it, so I switched it off. I'm not a big fan of Tim Burton and all that goth shit, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> there goes 50% of listenership. Yeah, there we go. Well, no, I mean, I, I quite enjoyed, I, I remember I enjoyed Beetlejuice when that came out. That was Tim Burton, I think. I think it was Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really liked the, what, the first Batman film. Actually, you could say Batman, what's the second one? Batman, Batman Returns? With Danny that's DeVito and he's a penguin. Oh. That's a Christmas yeah. film. I think that's set out of Christmas, actually. There's snow in it, isn't there? So, yeah, yeah. It, might, it might have been. There is snow in it, I think. Yeah. Obviously, it would have been a Tim yeah, Burton so. film. It's set in darkness, so you wouldn't know it was Christmas. But, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. But Jurassic Park is the best Christmas film. It is, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> now, Christmas dinner. What are yeah. your three essentials of a, of a Christmas dinner? Pigs and blankets. Mm-hmm. Straight away. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's two things. Sprouts Pigs. with bacon. There's a lot of bacon in my. A lot of bacon. In my Christmas yeah. dinners. I tend to put bacon on the turkey as well. It's just yeah. it's bacon platter with a bit of other what's stuff. Next, uh, the third um, choice is bacon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, cook breakfast. That's third a Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah. Is now I was I'm on an iron between like a a meaty stuffing or the okay. one I'm going with is bread sauce because. Mm. Yeah, I love bread sauce. Damn. And every year I make it for Christmas, and every year I go, "Oh my god, I love bread sauce! I'm going to eat this more often." And I don't until Christmas the following year. It's stuffing I have during the year sometimes. Bread sauce yeah. always like a surprise to me every year. I go, "Oh my god, that's great! I love that. I'm going to eat that more often." And then I forget all about it. Mm. Go have bread sauce at Christmas dinner. What is bread? No, you don't sauce? look convinced on that. Hein? No. <laughs> what is bread sauce? Sauce made out of bread. Never yeah, had it. I, I got to Google. I've had bread sauce before. 
one of my the it's amazing the the lore of of my old man is in his four wives he had uh one of his wives when she made a she, he didn't have four wives simultaneously he, he was married four times <laughs> but one of his wives used to make bread pudding on a on a sunday lunch and i remember it being i didn't mind it but i remember at the time thinking what actually is bread pudding a bread, bread, pud- bread pudding bread pudding is a completely pudding. different thing <laughs> yeah, I, do I hate bread, bread pudding yeah, bread pudding. Thing. Oh, you're a fucking animal. Yeah. Bread sauce <laughs> is made with oh, milk and bread, essentially. Milk thickened with breadcrumbs. Essentially, yeah, and you season it with all with cloves and things Onion, like that. Onion, oh, beautiful. Nutmeg, cloves, yeah. bay leaves, pepper, and salt. Mm, lovely. Yeah. Do you not have that? Were you turkey? I've had it, I had it before, and I don't remember disliking it. But I think I only ever once, and I was like, "What the fuck's this?" And I've never actually <laughs> gone to seek it out again until you've mentioned it now. It wouldn't be what I'd say. I wouldn't stand up in disgust. It's for me. At the dinner table I'd be Christmas. massively disappointed if I don't have some at Christmas. I always um, make it. Are you, cooking, are you cooking Christmas dinner this year at your house? I will do. There's only... Um, oh, no. A lot, um, I was about to say there's only me, my wife, and the little ones. But that's that's a lie because, um, well, rules allowing, uh, there'll be uh, a couple coming to join us as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there will be a couple of us this year. Um, so yeah, I will I will do a small one because my kids won't really hmm. be that interested. They're four and three, so yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously with my background, I used to cook Christmas dinner every year for good you know, 150 plus people normally. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, bread bread sauce, pigs and blankets. Just I'll just dip them in the bread sauce, pop a couple of sprouts in. I'm a happy happy boy. I don't need do the turkey. Don't need red potatoes. None of that. It's fine. Don't yeah. got those three things. Okay, I'm happy. Right. Anyone, anyone not had bread sauce before? You put your hands out. up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people have had it before, but mm. uh, any other sauces for on your Christmas dinner? Any other condiments? Not really. My no. wife likes cranberry sauce, but no, mm. I'm, I'm just bread sauce everywhere, all over it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. A gravy, a gravy. I would make the tur- yeah. from the turkey and stuff. I'd make a little gravy, okay. but other than that. Oh, really? When I was, again, when I was cooking on a larger scale, I'd yeah. have all kinds of different meats cooking. I'd have beef and turkey and gammons and all sorts. So I'd have all kinds of different, you know, meat juices and stuff knocking about. So the gravy was yeah. uh, amazing, but I'm not going to do that just for basically for me and my wife. Mm. Oh. Okay. Just bowls bread sauce. Yeah. So basically bread and bacon. Yeah. Sounds like your Bacon yeah. sandwich. Bacon <laughs> sandwich, yeah. Cut the middle man out. That's my Christmas central, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we're all very interesting choices. Um... (laughs) I think the the movie bit's going to upset some people. Well, I mean, I'm not sure in what order I've released these, but on on one of these episodes, I've actually done what my favourites are, so you might have to wait to tune in to find out what those are. I wanted to ask you, but I assumed that you'd already answered it about 50 times. Well, no, 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 no. But, I mean... There are some. I, I always used to watch certain films at Christmas time. Say so I associate like the Indiana Jones songs with Christmas, and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean Jurassic. I'm trying to convince my kids to watch Jurassic Park as well. But they're only seven and five, and I think the seven-year-old would like it. The five-year-old doesn't like it. She wouldn't like it, I don't think. But yeah, she got started by young. an yeah, she got started by an owl today. My <laughs> five-year-old. They went to a. <laughs> harry potter themed thing um where you could yeah. like 
go and make potions and stuff. And there was a, a real, real live owl there you could have your picture taken with. And um, I think the oldest one did, but the youngest one, just before she went to have a picture taken, the owl sort of jumped up and sort of flapped her wings. And the, my little one was like, ah! <laughs> ran away from the owl. So. No. Yeah. Oh, bless. That's going to stick with them because I, I cannot do birds. No. Stick they're scary, them. aren't they, birds? Oh, hate them. Hate birds. Yeah. Yeah. It's the feet. I've meeting them. Wrapped in bacon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the feet that freak me out. And again, they're quite close to dinosaurs, aren't they, really, birds? They are. A, d- a duck once did the dinosaur head tilt that you see in Jurassic Park at me. Yeah. It waddled up to me, did the head tilt, and I was, I was out of there. Yeah. It's gone. Did kick it away. A duck, a rather <laughs> small duck. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's quite terrifying. I can remember watching, um, yeah. watching the birds when I was quite young, the Alfred Hitchcock film. Mm-mm. Yeah. Never watched it. I know what it is. I'm not yeah. watching that. No, no. It's quite, yeah, it is quite scary. I get on these shows before I <laughs> mention. You have nightmares, even yeah. at my age, probably have nightmares about it. I was shown lots of, I say shown, it wasn't like I was forced to watch them, but when I was a kid, I watched <laughs> a lot of horror films which young children shouldn't watch, which I think is probably maybe the man I am today, to be honest, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, you are trying to get a five-year-old to watch Jurassic Park with people get eaten by dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I worked out. It worked out right for me. So you know. My dad got my nephew to watch Jaws when he was about five. Yeah. Put him in front of Jaws, and he's yeah. petrified. Yeah. But I think you have to make your kids watch these films. It's you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. To be like fair, they're yeah. probably maybe not Jurassic Park. So I think that's still quite good. But like Jaws, I think. Even small kids now probably watch that and just laugh at the shark. I suppose. Because they're used to this, like, good quality yeah, special effects. Yeah. And even on the cartoons and stuff, they likely see that shark and just find it quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is people getting eaten in it, though, so I suppose... My daughter would find that funny. Yeah. Would it put her off going to the beach? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Possibly. Possibly. Well, try I it. She'll probably know. find it quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll let you know, yeah. Just three. I'll let you know how we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you try to her now, you've got a good six months till you know summer. So <laughs> yeah, I've got enough time to sort of try and fix the damage I've done. Yeah. 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 Right. So, what Christmas treat, Christmas cracker have you picked for us to watch, Morty? Well, as I said, um, when Andy asked me, I try not to think too much because questions like. What's your fate? It's something that we're very much into, obviously wrestling, because we talk about it a lot. Um, and you know, if I st- sit there and try and think what's my favourite, I'll be thinking about all kinds of different things and whatever. So I just said the first match that came to my head, which was Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon at King of the Ring 2001. Yeah. The first thing that came in my head when you asked me. Well, I mean that's a good choice. I, I watched it when you mentioned it for the first time then in sort of 20 years. So. Mm. Um, I haven't watched it. I don't know when I last watched it. It wasn't that long ago. It would have been maybe three, four years ago. Um, I haven't watched it for a while. And I, I'm aware before we watch it um, that it's not going to be a technical masterpiece. But there's just, I think everyone's idea of what makes a great match is different, isn't it, anyway? Yeah. Lots of people consider, I don't know if you've had it, but lots of people consider Rock versus Hogan one of the best of all time, whereas I think it's pants. And if you watch it without the sound on, yeah, very very basic, but it's the crowd very much that makes that uh, enhances that that match. 
and there's lots of different elements and uh, and this had lots of those different elements for me that and this was quite in my infancy of watching it it's probably the height of my fandom as well yeah so there's lots of uh, lots of boxes ticked in that one for me as far as i remember it okay so we're going to do this like a watch along like we've done a few of every shows so i'm i'm going to be watching this on the wwe network you might have heard of it if you go to I don't know what the, the I don't know what the web page is. I'd imagine it's www.wwenetwork.com. Things so. Just type in so. Google, you'll find it, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and mostly you're watching it on Napster. What is I'm watching it on it? Daily Motion. <laughs> Daily Motion, yeah. I'm watching it on Daily Motion. Yeah, the whole thing's uh, the whole match is up there. Um, and yeah, and and the, the quality doesn't look too bad from what I can okay. tell. Too bad. And if you go on to Daily Motion, you can also find every episode of Prisoner Cell Block H ever made on Daily Motion, which I'm plowing my way through. I'll check that out afterwards, yeah. And Neighbours as well. There's, there's a few Murder in Mind on there as well. You know how much I love that. You do know Yeah, there's a few, yeah. a few on there. Not that many, there's a few. Yeah. So get, get yourself, I mean, don't watch this match. Get on to Daily Motion and watch Murder in Mind. Yeah, watch Phil Mitchell as a fireman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, should we just watch that instead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll do, we'll, 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 I told you I'm working. I'm working on a murder in mind podcast. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Get me on for one of those. <laughs> I'm sure they'll. I'll, you know, people are clamouring for that. So. Yeah, I mean, as I yeah, I imagine there's a the outcry will be incredible for that. Right. So if you type King yeah. of the Ring 2001 into your WWE network, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to explain to people. I use the fucking internet. I'm the last person that should be explaining people how to do that. <laughs> But, you know, I just put ring 2001 into the thing. I forgot to put king. So, <laughs> so yeah, king of the ring 2001. The last, the last ever king of the ring pay-per-view, unless you count was, that special that they did. It was the last pay-per-view. And I would argue, top to bottom, one of the best, if not the best, king of the ring pay-per-view. Pretty good. Obviously, Kurt Angle wrestles three times on this pay-per-view. He did. So, this was the third one, yeah. And this is also the show where the Undertaker's wife beats up DDP. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but it's also got the really good triple threat main event, isn't it? Yeah. Booker T's debut. Booker T turns um, up. Yeah. Yeah. And Edge, um, Edge and Kurt Angle have a really good one, don't they? Yeah. So there's, few, there's some really good good stuff on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was just sort of the beginning of the invasion thing. I think that's why. You know, the storyline was a little bit rushed. I think they were just trying to get the WCW thing on there. But I do like um, the fact that they did put, because obviously Kurt Angle's an Olympic athlete. And at this time, Shane McMahon was not the best in the world. No. He was just the son. Um, <laughs> so the idea that it's a, you know, it's a street fight, however they, however they flagged it, and then Kurt Angle already had two matches, does play into the, the story because it's more believable that Shane will be able to put up such a fight. He's got weapons yeah. and the guy's knackered. Yeah. And in the earlier matches, so I think Shane helped Kurt Angle win the first match so that he would That's have right. another match. Was it against, against Christian? Edge. Christian, yeah. 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 And then he pushed the him the one. king of the ring. Yeah. yeah. So, right. right. I'm going to, I'm about to press play. So I'm at, uh, on the WWE network at one hour and 38 minutes on the king of the ring pay-per-view. So it's the, you click on the the box which says Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. Again, for people that have never used the WWE network or the internet before. Um, so I'm going to press play, and Morty's roughly in the same place. Are you? I am. Hang on. Yeah. 
If you if you might get average yeah. and stuff in in the middle of this, but we'll see. Right, I'm going to press play I now. I might so. do, and I apologise in advance if I do. That's fine. You can tell us what the others are. Uh, right, I've, I've just pressed play. Cool. Me too. So I got Shane McMahon coming out with his because obviously Shane McMahon at this point is the owner of WCW. Yeah. This is yeah. Let's say it's right at the beginning of that, isn't it? Yeah. The uh the video package features you know Stacey Keebler's ass briefly. That's yeah. what they needed to get over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's just coming down to the ring now. Um, yeah. One of the things I don't know if it plays into one of the reasons that I like so much, but I think many people consider Harold Finkel the best. Yeah. I would say. But personally speaking, again, might be a bit controversial. My favourite combination on commentary is Paul Heyman and Jr. Over no, Jr. Definitely. and King, even personally over over Bobby Heenan and I know, but it is for me. It's Paul Heyman and Jr. Are my are my one. They're my my perfect. Again, might be might be biased of when I was really into it. No, no, no. That's definitely a good shout. Heyman was quality. Obviously, it was only only about a year or so, wasn't it, before it any got yeah. involved in the invasion storyline. Yeah. Kurt Angle's coming out now. For me, are we in the same place? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, were you a fan of Shane McMahon's dancing? I, I, I yeah, I, yeah. I do like, I do like it. I, I don't <laughs> know. Um, I think it's one of those that works for heel and face, isn't it? I suppose. It's all right. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. So yeah. When, so, it, when he when he did re- oh no, going out. Yeah. When he did um when he did return the pop for that was massive and then yeah. everyone remembered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, After a couple of weeks. At the so. moment, he's uh, he's thrown about all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty brutal this match. I've seen a video of them, two of them sort of talking about it afterwards. And mm. yeah. Yeah, there's a few really good interviews about it. Obviously, it's remembered for one particular spot. Um, yeah. But again, another thing, reason why it might stick in my head is because I, there are parts of it that I can remember. Obviously, the most famous spot. There's a few others that will, you know, when we get to them. But there's several parts of it that stick in my in my mind um, when you're thinking about wrestling and stuff. But it, and you know I'm a Kurt, I'm a Kurt Angle fan anyway, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, so the storyline is that he's obviously wrestled twice already, but then he comes in the list and he's beating the shit out of Shane McMahon for the first few minutes. Yeah, which again, good storytelling because Shane should not be able to hang, which is one of the issues lots of people had with yeah. old Shane McMahon coming in and you know going the distance with people in cages and stuff like that. Did yeah. he beat Roman Reigns once or something? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with help. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he beat Roman with yeah, help. Yeah, he might point. have done. Um, and this, you know, this was good storytelling because he purposely made Angle go into a second match. Um, yeah. And Angle's having his way of him at the beginning, but obviously Shane's a bit fresher. At the moment, yeah. I'm now, now uh, Kurt's on his hands and knees telling, yeah. Uh, yeah. well, I don't know what he's telling Shane to do, <laughs> but I think. <laughs> so he's doing, yeah. <laughs> he's bleeding already, Angle, as well. That was from the open. world-class punches, which he throws. <laughs> but he's on his on all yeah. fours at the minute, Kurt Angle, shouting for some Shane McMahon to come and do something to him. <laughs> yeah, with but, his back turned to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, tried, so, yeah, he's going to... Yeah. No, no luck. Didn't work, no. He tried to take him over, and then Kurt just beating the piss out of him, really. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't look too painful. He's just giving him a little little massage on the back there, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at the beginning of he's, he's sort of throwing about a little bit, showing Don, but he's a bit, you know, in character, pissed off that he's. I forgot how bad his hair was going at that time. Angle, yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah, a lot thinner than I remember it being. 
Well, not mentioning any names, mate, but he's he's not alone in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm one to talk, and I? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we both probably lost the hair at a similar time. Actually, this is 2001. I was, I think I was bold in 2001. Pretty sure I was. Okay. So. Okay. Kurt didn't get shaved. He didn't get his head shaved till 2002, though, did he? No, no, no. It was was it WrestleMania him in Edge, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know if it was main, but he had the wig on, didn't he? Yeah, he had the silly wig on for a bit. Yeah, there's a guy I I they're copying. Oh yeah, I, I've I've got BT Sport, so I could watch the Ashes, which is going particularly badly. And then I obviously having BT Sport means I've got access now to watch WWE. So I watched um. Oh, right. NXT 2.0 mm. last week. Oh yeah, was that? Not what? Well, I mean, yeah, but there's a guy in that. So with, I, yeah, yeah, he's trying. So I said at the beginning that it's not exactly a technical masterpiece, but at the moment, actually, you know, it's still sort of feeling out press at the beginning. But Angle is uh, just doing a lot on that wrestling. Shane looks knackered already. We're about you know four minutes or something into the match. Shane's already knackered. Kurt's bleeding, and he now he's again he's he's in the same position on all fours, telling Shane, "Come on then." Yeah, he's just sort of trying to goad him into. It's a strange position, isn't it? If it is, not, isn't it? You know, if you don't know much about amateur wrestling and stuff, it's yeah. a bit. <laughs> and Shane just kicks him in the guts anyway, and starts punching yeah. his head in. Yeah. There we go. Now he's he's lovely punches. Yeah. <laughs> those punches. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But they're famously elbow, bad, eh? aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Back elbow is quite quite nice, eh? Obviously, he wrestled. This WrestleMania was Vince and Shane, wasn't it? It was just it was before this, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, before this, yeah. Uh, so was it, was it before this? Yeah, it would have been, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like we said earlier, this is right at the beginning of the WCW um, piece, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. As, as questionable as that was, so Angle's on the floor, which means Shane's probably going to do something ridiculous in a minute. Yeah, right. or just run away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He couldn't have had many sort of proper matches by this point. No, no. I mean, obviously he's got the most sort of me- what the hell was that? Um, <laughs> he just threw himself in him. Um, he obviously, um, you know, the famous sort of underrated thing with Test, didn't he? And he had Brawl the yeah. Big Show and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I would say those guys probably weren't the the best people to be in the ring with Shane at no. that stage in their careers. But Angle already here, you know, he's a rookie here if you look at it that way round. But he's already brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Natural. So Shane just done some sort of flying. I don't. I'm not sure what you call that off the I barrier. Is it? Is it a clothesline? Looks like. I thought it's like he. He just sort of flew through the air and slapped him in the face. Oh. And there's a. a kendo now the plunder's coming out. Now he's got yeah. a kendo stick. He's gonna do that little dance that he does. Yeah. Does a little dance when he's got a kendo stick, doesn't he? Have you ever been hit with a kendo stick before? Uh, I haven't. No. I've, uh, I've been hit with a wooden pickaxe. Oh yeah. I've never been. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never been, um, never been hit with a kendo stick. Have you? No, I haven't. No, I just wonder what it felt like. Um, I've been hit with. And a... you figured with the amount of time I spend in hotels, I might, I might have paid for something like that. I know. <laughs> I know that it gets lonely when you're travelling. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Treat me like well. a Kurt Angle in 2001. Yeah. Have you got anybody who's got a kendo stick? Can you, can you come around? <laughs> oh, we'll um, we'll ask the, the question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he's given a bit of a hug now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so obviously Shane's kind of 
getting sort of dragging Kurt down to his level and he turned it into a bit of a fight rather than a wrestling match. That <laughs> was punch. good. <laughs> the punches haven't aged well because I don't no. remember them being that bad. I know when he came back, everyone was taking the Mikado punches and uh, and I thought, oh, I'm sure they didn't used to be that bad, but they weren't great, were they? Not really, no. Yeah, okay. No. This first section is them sort of building up to to it sort of easing you in but it's still been entertaining and it? it's not been boring even though there's been a lot of let's you know, say uh kurt doing a mat wrestling with shane it's been entertaining isn't it it's not yeah. been boring but probably and now now it's shane's world where because this is before kurt really i mean he would have done he would have done the hell in the cell by now but the whole story of that was that that wasn't his kind yeah. of environment wasn't and this is the first sort of i think singles kind of extreme you know hardcore kind of match for him i think or i might be wrong but yeah. Other than the Hell in the Cell, which is say the whole thing in there was they were all badasses apart from Kurt Angle, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was the real wrestler in there and everybody else was like, yeah. Yeah, he was just um, sort of running away, wasn't he? But the start of this whole thing was he was getting his, he was having like an Olympic ceremony in the ring, wasn't he? That's how the whole feud mm-hmm. started and Shane came down and interrupted it. and. Yeah, literally a few weeks before this, wasn't it? It was quite, felt quite yeah. rushed. Angle was like bridging yeah. out of... I can. I used to be able to do that. Pin, yeah. I used to be able to do That's that. That's brilliant. A long time ago, but. That's really good. Isn't it? You used yeah. to be able to bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about. Can you still do it? 25 years ago. <laughs> Have you no, tried I can't, recently? You I can't might still do that do now. The size of my head, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It would be tricky. So have you have you ever um, maybe maybe you know on local indie shows and stuff? But have you ever on on this kind of company seen anyone yeah. bring a board out like that before? Because that's the only time I remember seeing. So he's brought out like a little wooden board. Yeah, it's not a table. It's not a it's not a sign. It's like a little wooden board, isn't it? Yeah, I've never seen yeah. that in any other. No, I can remember. No, what is it? It's like a. It's just it's just a wooden. It's just a piece of wood. It's just like yeah. a little. And he's whacking in with a what's that I'm not sign? going to spoil what they use it for, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's just like a bit of plywood or something, isn't it? He's hitting him with a plastic sign there, and yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah. It's too much. And to be honest. selling it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a nice sound, though. It's a disabled sign, I think, as well. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I think it was. It was blue. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he kicked out and then instantly rolled him onto his stomach <laughs> and started hitting it. So stuff like yeah. that that just naturally does. That was is just. You know, I've I've talked a lot to you before about some of the many. Oh, Shane's got an ankle lock on him. Yeah. Um, one of the many reasons that I love um William Regal so much because everything he does makes sense. Everything he does matters. And Kurt's very similar. You know, he didn't just kick out. He instantly went on the attack as you would. Yeah. Yeah. He's really laying flat on his back at the moment. He's constantly trying to. You know, he's he's getting embarrassed because uh because this guy that shouldn't be hanging with him is starting to kick us a little bit. <laughs> It was okay. The float over was wonky, but the DT itself was alright. Channeling the rock at that point. Yeah. Bless <laughs> yeah. Shane looks knackered, doesn't he? He's breathing heavily. He does. He's done well with his hair because he looked like he's going thinning at this point as well. Shane. Well, um, is is it his hair? That's the thing, isn't it? Oh dear. The sharpshooter is not going well. Oh well. It's kind of. I, you know, I said a. Uh, I remember it wasn't the cleanest match, but <laughs> no. But then again, he's been sold as like he's not really a wrestler, is he? He's just he's fighting basically. Yeah, he, so again, it, just, it makes sense. I'll, and I, I argue that you know little mistakes in matches don't always damage the match because you know every, I, I don't I'm not particularly into matches that all look 
completely smooth and choreographed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're right. You know, Showman shouldn't be able to do a, a Bret Hart level sharpshooter, should he? No, no. So it doesn't. I don't think it, it doesn't harm it. It's um, it makes sense to it all really. Yeah. Kurt's broken it up by hitting him with a kendo stick, and now uh, Kurt's selling the back really well. Yeah. Have you ever won any medals? Have I ever won any medals? Yeah. Chocolate or? No, I mean any 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 medals. No, I've got. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. She's a question mark. Really, but... <laughs> awards, but no, I don't want any medals. Don't be so silly. Wow. You might. Have, I've won awards, but not medals. I've won no. medals before. Yeah, what have you got medals in? For my sport, for my sporting prowess. Oh yeah. Well, my we won a fair play medal in the five aside. Go back a few years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Of course it does. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's in the little dance. Yeah. The little the little foot dance. I like that though. Sorry, but I do. Do you? I mean, it makes him look cocky, mm-hmm. doesn't it? You know, which is kind of yeah, what you get in little, cross, But he was scrappy do, wasn't he? At this. Yeah. Oh, well, not this time because obviously he turned face, but he was scrappy do, wasn't he? Yeah. He, I think um yeah, it's it's just a bit goofy in it, but I like it. Who's your um favorite dancing wrestler? My favorite dancing wrestler. Yeah. Oh no, because I'm doing that thing where I say the first one comes to my head and the first. Oh, no, one that's what I'm asking you. Yeah. Play. Okay, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> the only dance wrestler I thought of instantly. Bro, there you go. Brodus Clay is my favourite wrestler of all time. Okay. Dancing. Dancing, go. yeah. I didn't know that, but there you go. He is. Yeah. Yours? What's your um, favourite? I was going to say Brodus Clay, but yeah. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. He must have made an impact. Well. First thing. I mean, I suppose uh, dancing wrestlers. I'm thinking, about it. I'm thinking yeah, I should have thought this question yeah. through. How about, um, I know you're a big fan of Ernest the Cat Miller. Oh, yeah. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> How about No Way Jose? He used to dance, didn't he? Yeah. What I love is lots of the people that give him the dancing gimmicks can't dance. No Way Jose couldn't dance. No. Dirty Dango can't really dance, can he, bless him? No. Fandango, he can't really dance. Brodus Clay couldn't really dance. I'm sure there are lots of wrestlers that can dance. Yeah. And they, this, they just uh, give the gimmicks to people that can't. Um, oh, Shane, this is a, this is oh. a classic bit. <laughs> That's come on. That's good. <laughs> yeah. He went for a, a shooting. He had he had a trash can on uh, Kurt's chest. He went for a shooting star press, and it was a decent shooting star press, to be fair. And he yeah yeah hit the trash can. That's a class. That was used in lots of sort of promo videos and stuff over the years, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The fans are really getting into it now as well. They're getting very slow motion. Yeah. He did well to hit the trash can, didn't he? Basically. Yeah. No, was, that was good. And then Kurt. Going into cover, he's not playing with him anymore because he needs to. Uh, he knows he's in trouble now, so now Kurt is trying to beat him. Whereas at the beginning, when he was sort of on all fours, he was uh, sort of playing about a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, but even out, outside the storyline, yeah, Kurt Angle had been in the ring twice already that night, and they yeah. weren't short matches either, were they? No. I think Christian wasn't too long, but Edge was quite a long match. Yeah. You know, he's just brilliant. Going back to dancing wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. What's her name? She uh, Dewdrop. She does a little dance, doesn't she? The uh, WWE uh, wrestler. Which one? Dewdrop. Oh, Dewdrop. Yeah. 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 Bless her. Um. Dear. Yeah. I'm, try- I'm trying to think about. They gave her that gimmick, and then they've turned a heel already. So they've yeah. got to change your name for the scene because it doesn't really work as a heel thing, does it? Not really. No. But, um. They're uh, they're fighting up the uh, up the ramp now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They always sort of gave. I remember when. Fandango debuted. Yet they gave him a professional dancer, didn't they, with him? Yeah. She was actually quite good, and she kind of distracted the fact that he couldn't dance. And then they swapped her out for 
Samurai who equally could not dance. No. <laughs> Bless them. Dancing gimmick. Yeah, they, I don't know why they always give dancing gimmicks to people. You know, the uh, A Train was a hip hop hippo for a bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And yeah. then as, as Tenzai, he was dancing with Bros Clay as well, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't know why they do it. They like making the big guys dance. Great Carly used to dance. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? They're scary monsters, and then after a while, let's just make them dance. Yeah. I watched an episode of Raw the other day, and it had, um, the big show was dressed up as the Godfather. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. That wasn't great. I think he was rapping as well. Whilst we were talking about the Godfather, we did completely miss that they just did a suplex on the floor, and that yeah. does not look like thick padding, does it? No, they're working their way up really to the. Because that is yeah. when you look at, it's really really thin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're working their way up to the entrance where bad things, yeah. bad things may well end up happening. I I I would I would think that many of the people listening to this have seen at the very least, they've not seen this match, have seen the spot that it's known for. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if 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 you haven't sort of seen this kind of thing before, the stage is. This is when they used to have unique stages for their pay-per-views, which yeah. I loved that. I can understand it, why, from a money point of view, might not, but I loved, you know, every pay-per-view looked different. And this yeah. had quite a unique look. It's got um, KOR uh, panes of glass yeah. across the front of the uh, the stage. It's quite a cool, right. cool look. It's quite grungy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it. So now I'm at Angle's got Shane in front of the glass. He's going to belly-to-belly him. Yeah. Oh, God. Never gets easy to <laughs> And he doesn't it. get through it, yeah. So when I saw the interview, he does it and he hits yeah. the thing, hits yeah. the pain and bounces off his head and he looks out of it now, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, in the interview I watched with the guys talking about it, that when we said about the suplex, which Shane gave Angle a, a few minutes ago on the on the mm. ramp, on the entranceway, I think he basically just fucked mm. his back. So Angle said he thought he broke his tailbone. Yeah, that's right. Basically. Did, so he couldn't Tailbone the full no, force. To... Oh, so that's. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. Sorry, but horribly still now. Going, oh. So he, <laughs> he's tried again. He's belly to belly. It's beautiful, great visual, though, isn't it? Belly yeah. to belly them through the glass. And now they're both. So the story is that the glass was obviously supposed to be sugar glass and break straight away. Yeah. And it, they used the wrong glass. So Kurt's arm is already cut up. And like you said, he's got a broken tailbone. Yeah. yeah, And, yeah. and yeah. Shane's just a mess. Yeah. Apparently, he said he couldn't. The first spot when he tried, he couldn't get there. He was in so much pain. He couldn't get enough purchase on him to get him through the glass mm. and he spoke to like Shane was fucked he met Shane and said Shane said you gotta get me through the glass so he did it again and like put everything into it no. like his last ounce yeah. of strength and now he's gonna do it again <laughs> yeah so now he's trying to um suplex him from the inside out and again he suplexed him he's bounced off it hit his head on the floor blood yeah. all over it brutal brutal <sighs> And it, Shane's just said something to him there, so clearly he's like, "Nope, keep going." Yeah. And he now he's got, yeah. He's, he's going to suplex him like again. This before, had you before like and, doing this? And again, he suplexed again. again, again. He's bounced off it this time. Kurt saved his head, and he held yeah. him up. Yeah. And now he's like, "Screw it." <laughs> so if you ever seen this before, this is a really famous bit, isn't it? Yeah. Face first through it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh Jesus Christ! It's fate of him. And uh, I love the camera angle they show on the replay. Oh, that, how sad is this? I've legitimately got goosebumps watching that. Yeah. <laughs> legitimately. Yeah. Um, he shows it from, they show it from the, from the other angle in a minute. And imagine being the live crowd there. You just, you've got the glass, here we go, through the, the other angle. Yeah. You just see it from the front and he just comes flying out. Brilliant. <laughs> well, it's not, it's very, very dangerous, but. Yeah. And uh, Kurt's trying to pin him. 
um, but it's not full count anywhere. So now he's, now yeah. he's saying to the referee, oh, for fuck's sake, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, by this point, yeah. Shane must be concussed several times over. That's the hard way as well, isn't it? Yeah. Because he saw that he's really bleeding on his face. Kurt's, the way that Kurt's laying on the floor, his arms up a little bit, you can see that's that's the back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's not, you don't often see people selling like that where they've got their arms up a little bit. No. And now he's he's hobbling to get a, um, what would you call this? It's like a trunk sort of thing, and I wish they put stuff in, like... Yeah, the equipment, uh, yeah. equipment box of wet. Oh, look at his back, actually. You can almost see... Uh, <laughs> His back doesn't look right either, does it, from that camera? No, no. It's like a lump sticking out the bottom, which probably yeah. shouldn't be that. I feel like he's shit himself. Never noticed that before. Yeah. Yeah, so he's re- he's trying to lift him up, and, uh, he, he, you know, there's no selling going on there. I don't think Kurt's in a lot of pain. So he's just put him on top of it, and now, a geni- as Paul Heyman says, pure yeah. genius, he's now going to wheel him down to the ring. Paul, Paul Heyman's his heelish best on this. I love yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Him and JR, I honestly feel like they have better chemistry than him and King. I honestly yeah. believe that. I've got many, many memories of their, their calls together, a lot more than I do, because all I can really remember from King, and I'm sure he had good calls, but it's just puppies and all that. I don't remember that many classic King calls, whereas Paul Heyman and JR, so many, will you stop? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Well, King was all right in, in the big main event matches, but yeah, on those rules, yeah. he was yeah, when he was obsessed with puppies, yeah. but... Shane looks quite convincingly dead, doesn't it? Dead. <laughs> this yep. point. Yeah. Kurt's roll, rolled him in. He's really sandbagged it, isn't he? Yeah. He's um barely moving. He is. He's an absolute. They're both a mess. Both of Kurt's arms and shoulders. Kurt's going for the pin, and Shane right at the well-timed kick out as well. And yeah. Kurt's selling of it is perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not one of the things I don't and and you see it really a lot on NXT, the old NXT, and I'm sure you'll start seeing it now with a new one, where yeah. people kick out and they do the shocked face. <gasps> and that annoys me. There's a time and place for it, but they always do it and with moves that they never win with. Yeah. Kurt's not pulling that. Kurt just looks like, oh, Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's almost crying. And then um, he r- rolls over then. He's not over. Yeah. There was something in that blood. It was a tough one. There was a bit of like flesh in that blood a little pool of blood in the ring there's like a little bit of something in there a little clot or something is there yeah yeah oh god the punch of the balls yeah yeah and kurt's kurt's sort of (laughs) he's flinging back and forth while shane is very minimally hitting him with a a, a very well executed oh yeah olympic slam yeah yeah olympic slam angle slam yeah brilliant the crowd yeah. are like proper into it, aren't they? And he he crawls crawls over, brilliant, love that. Yeah, last last. He put he kind of just he didn't even roll over. He just he was on his back and he put an arm on Kurt Angle. Yeah. Kurt barely got his shoulder out, really like minimal. And then Shane again just looked like he's given up on life. The selling is well, I don't think it's selling at this point to be fair. But no, I think they're both legitimately dead. Yeah. Yeah. He went for the angle lot. Shane blocked it. So now Kurt's. Turning it into, uh, oh, catapulted him onto the top rope. Yeah. You don't see that much now, do you? Or people catapulted onto catapult. the top rope. No, you no. don't. No. No. It's almost like, um, not that I miss it, but like the atomic drop you don't see often, do you? Apart from dusting roads. Very yeah. few people do that. <laughs> you don't see that. It was always a bit of a comedy spot there, the atomic drop, wasn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're kneeing someone on the, on the, uh, at the, at the arse, basically, aren't you? So, so now he's on think- the top. 
And now yeah. Kurt's got that. That's quite a thick plank of. Oh no, it's not that thick. So he's got that plank of wood we mentioned earlier that we've never really seen anywhere else, and he's just hitting him with it. Yeah. And this spot in a minute is one of the another one of the spots that I always remembered and always yeah. thought about. And like I say, it's probably one of them that gets forgotten about because of or the madness of the of the glass bit. Yeah. So now Kurt's using it as a. I don't know if I'm a little bit ahead, do you? No, no, but, yeah, um, we're in the right Kurt's spot. now using it as a uh, as a platform, and he's picking Shane up. Oh Jesus. Angle slam off the rope. Yeah. Brilliant. Jesus. Awesome. That crowd's just losing their shit. Yeah. There's some things I watch and I think I wish I'd seen that live. And this is one of them, you know. Yeah. I can't remember if I watched this live. I might watch this live. Obviously, I wasn't there. I meant like in the crowd. Yeah. No, I wasn't there. No. I didn't mean like. <laughs> <laughs> Not like around my house watching it on the sky. No. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the same, mate. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> and there we go. Yeah, Angle wins. There we go. Go on it. But ultimately, I, I mean, think rest, wrestling what, is a winner. Other, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, some of your other li- listeners uh, think about me picking that as my favourite match of all time. But let's say, you know, what what makes a great match? I could watch that. If yeah. you said to me, if the question was, you can only ever watch one wrestling match for the rest of your life. I would be quite happy if this was it. I would watch this over and over. I don't feel like I would get bored of it. Uh, nearly as much as I would another match. It's like, you know, the, they've got these matches like Akada and Omega, which I've never actually watched, to be honest, but you've got these matches that are like an hour long and people say the best ever, and I can see the, the argument behind it, I'm sure, but I couldn't watch that over and over again, you know? No. I mean, I suppose, like, I go back to things like Ric Flair and Sting at the first Clash of Champions, which is an hour, mm. and it's, it's a great match, but, mm. I mean, and it, it doesn't seem like an hour. That's the thing. Like That, that didn't seem like happening. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there was um, there was one uh, recently, um, Volta and Tyler Bate. That was about an hour. Yeah. And it was getting into one bit of it. And I remember looking and going, bloody, that's been 40 minutes already. And I did, it didn't. Yeah. It's like even with this, I was, okay, it wasn't quite half an hour. But even with this, I said to you at the beginning, I don't remember it being half an hour long. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like half an hour. No, I suppose it's partly because it's big spot, big spots in it. But yeah, it was uh, <laughs> the state of him. And that that image is quite famous from the old um, "Don't Try This at Home" adverts, isn't it? When he's he's walking away there, barely walking. Yeah, and in that advert, he says, "Yeah, yeah, I think he broke my tailbone. Yeah, I think he did break his tailbone. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and they're rolling Shane out, (laughs) and he's getting a a awesome uh, response from the. uh, And again, what is it? Three months later, he's turned heel again. What is he a? What is he? Is he a face or is he a heel at this point? He's a face here, massively. He just brought WCW out of Vince's hands. Yeah. And now he's invading it, and he was ruined Kurt Angle's heelish celebration. He's massively a babyface here. Yeah. And I feel like this was to get him over as a babyface, as a valiant, you know, babyface guy. Yeah. But then I say it was only about what two months. Say okay, that's a bit. <laughs> he's kind of <laughs> wobbling back yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like the rest is chucking um, through the <laughs> chucking through the glass yeah. on one side yeah. Uh, um, but yeah and then, and then a little while later he was heel again wasn't he and they, because I think they decided WWE was the WWF was the face and the invasion angle so well yeah what, he, what, what was the plan it was initially they were going to try and make was it Nitro was going to be like the Monday night show and Raw was going to be the the Thursday night show, yeah, or SmackDown was going to be the the, the the WWE show, but he never. 
No, because there was, I mean, there was talks originally that it was going to be a three-hour show, wasn't it? And that yeah. Raw was going to be three hours, which it is now, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and one hour was going to be WCW or whatever, and they trialled that badly. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and they put Buff Bagwell against Booker T as the main event. Mm. And then that, yeah, just honestly. Um, yeah. And that was the end of that, wasn't it? <laughs> But who, did who was commentary team? It was Scott Hudson and Arn Anderson. I think it? it was, yeah, yeah. Which and they fired Bagwell, didn't they? Like the week later, <laughs> after the yeah. first match. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, Scott Hudson was all right on commentary. I think I'm, I'm not sure it's Arn Anderson's natural calling. Probably not. But, um, no. Yeah, but the match was, just, yeah, great with it. But yeah, so this this pay per view, I, I'd say the whole pay per view is worth watching, Andy. Anyway, isn't it? Yeah, really? definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Booker T's debut, and yeah, he was over with that crowd massively when he came in. Yeah. Maybe it was again. I don't know if it was over or the the fact that he was there, and it was this sort of surprise thing. But you know, like DDP's. Uh, so was this was this where DDP did the reveal? No, no, no. The... He'd been revealed already. No. Yeah. He'd already been revealed by this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That so, was not the decision. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest most natural sort of baby face of wcw and he starts stalking undertaker's wife yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that didn't uh, work as a gimmick surprisingly but yeah the main event well also good. didn't help that within a few weeks of of it undertaker beat him up every time they got in the ring and uh undertaker's wife not even michelle mccall the wrestler wife yeah his uh ex-wife pinned him didn't she yeah yeah well she beats him up on this show so yeah, yeah great times I'm glad you didn't pick that as your match. <laughs> so what, what did you what did you think uh, what did you think of it then, Andy? Yeah, no, it's great. Like you said, it's, before you mentioned that I hadn't gone back and watched it in 20 years, mm. but it is one again. You've seen that clip so many times on various shows of him going through the glass, and, and it's always held up there as being one of those moments of that sort of time period. Um, yeah. But any excuse to watch. Uh, Again, on one of the shows we did recently, we did the TNA uh, final resolution. Where we did, I think it was Kurt Angle mm. and Desmond Wolf, the when he was or Nigel McGuinness when he did like yeah, a, a cage yeah. match, and that was quality. And you forget Angle. I mean, he had. Um, it's difficult to say when Angle's best years were. I don't know. I think it's a good case to say that his actual best years were probably in TNA. If prime. you ask him, that's what he'll say, because he said yeah. that in many interviews, that he believes he did his best work in TNA. He know, obviously knows that he had he had his substance abuse issues and stuff there, but he believes that, he's, he's, that the WWE fans most... And that's one of the shames. If, I know that he wasn't in the best place physically when he got to WWE yeah. um, the second time, um, but that was one of the things, because he was saying before it, that he feels that those fans missed out the longest part of his pro wrestling career and the best part, so he wanted to sort of show them all. And then they just had him in a general manager role for like six months or something and didn't let him wrestle. Um, and I think he got out of ring shape a little bit because I remember watching him before he rejoined. He what he was on some of those internet shows, one of the What Culture shows. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't Kurt Angle of his youth, but he was having good matches with people that I would I would argue weren't quite at his level. Yeah. Um, people like Joe Coffey and people like that. You know, I'm not a massive fan. And then he had a good match Cody and people like that. And then, you know, he joined WWE and I thought, oh, wow, you know, some dream matches there. Yeah. Um, and then he didn't wrestle for ages. And then when he did get back in, he was knackered, wasn't he? Bless him. But, yeah. He was in the shield, then, wasn't he, for one night? <laughs> yeah, that was his first match back. He didn't <laughs> even get his entrance. He didn't get his. And I, yeah. I get they were maybe trying to save that entrance. but And then he retired. 
in a match against Baron Corbin. So mm. yeah, he'll have one more. He'll have you one think? more. Yeah, I'm sure of it. If he if he's able, if he's physically able, he yeah. he won't want to go like that. I can see him having one more. Mm. Um, he's spoken about a few people, hasn't he? Like Brian, yeah. like Brian Daniels, that he really wanted to have have a match with, and Brian would look after him. So I can see him having one more and to try and go out. But he obviously wanted to go out against Cena, which would have um, yeah. made perfect sense. But yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it, I hope his career doesn't end on Baron Corbin, but no, because well, he was one of my favourites. But maybe he can have a rematch with Baron Corbin to get his win back and then retire. <laughs> and I, and, I, and you know what? I don't mind Baron. I don't like his current shit that they got him doing. Oh I don't yeah, like Baron Corbin. He's no, not, he's not. You know, he's, he does what he's told, and I think everything he's done, he's done all you know to the best that he can do it. Um, he can be entertaining when you let him. Yeah. When you see him on other shows and YouTube shows and stuff, and when he was doing the the sad Corbin stuff, I thought that was quite funny. But um, yeah, so it's not a dig on him. It's just you know one of the best careers ever, and Baron Corbin. Really <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like Baron Corbin as well. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's yeah. not a dig on him. No, but yeah, that current. I love I love Chronic, but I wouldn't oh, say do, that. Yeah. I'm, you know, I've sort of worked myself into a shoot on that because I didn't love them, and now I find myself legitimately defending them since I started yeah. doing that joke. <laughs> well, in, in canon yeah. now, mate, how much you love them, so. Yeah, I really, really get, def- you know, when you were kind of, you backtracked a few weeks ago, you were slagging Chronic off, and then you sort of thought, oh, no, no, they weren't that bad, and I was I was legitimately getting annoyed. When he- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even like Chronic. No. <laughs> well, they were... Yeah. They were the high point of that show, which wasn't certain. No, they were in the high point. That's a lie. But they were, they were, they stood out on that show as being reasonable. But that was yeah. by no means any, you know, any statement of them being any good. It's a statement of that show being abysmal. But there we are. <laughs> right, mate. Well, thank you very much for joining yeah, us cheers, for this, Andy, for this Christmas again. cracker. And thanks for uh, supporting the show over the past few years. And um, obviously, I we take full responsibility for your. Uh, current podcast yeah so we do apologize reservedly to well. to the general public but yes mate so enjoy your christmas um yeah and, and you buddy yeah yeah and send to all our listeners and we'll be back tomorrow with another bang bang christmas cracker whatever that will be i, can't, I don't know which order i'm gonna release them in yet so <laughs> it'll be something good though probably not as good as this match but it'll be something good and um, yeah. we shall. Uh, so, yeah, go on. When you've done all of these, yes, yes. When you've done all of these, yeah. are you gonna say which one out of the ten was your favourite? I might do. I might do on the last one. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good idea actually. Thanks. Because you'll have recency bias as well, won't yeah. you? So which which one out of the last out of those ten, when in with your current yeah. viewpoint, not how you remember it, was actually your favourite? There you go. That's a good idea. Good job for I, you. I'm going to edit this out and then claim it as my own idea. <laughs> Later, <Dave. laughs> go, go ahead, take it. No, but thank you very much, mate. And uh, thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. And Merry Christmas to all of you. Cheers, Andy. Cheers. Cheers bye bye.